and welcome to Fujoshi Weekly, the show for the spiciest part of the fandom and my hero academia shippers everywhere. I'm your host, Defna, and I'm here with Ash. Hi. And Angie. Hi. And I'm very happy to also welcome our guest for today, V. Howdy. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so nice to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. Long time listener. really wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we wanted to have you here for a while. Yes. Yes. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, that's good. I remember making our list of guests and like you were the first person. We're like, we need her. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I'm just like an awkward little bee. So I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, also known as Scientifically Sinful, writes excellent Bakudeku. Not shying away from the angst tag. That's definitely her specialty. <laughs> so much angst. <laughs> That's my home. Yeah. And I've mentioned you multiple times in the podcast already because I really love your works. And it's it's living in my head rent free. <laughs> so you're telling me I should start charging rent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see about that. Depends. <laughs> Depends how much you hurt me. <laughs> so VGC is known for her fix as Faith Would Have It and Claim Me, both excellent um, also Megaverse fix and your wonderful shop that you sell tons of merch and always do little Things like a, a calendar for Christmas and stuff like that. There's so much like... There's the crazy like Christmas merch scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about that one. How is it going? It's going really well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think by the time this goes out, pre-sales will be over. But I mean, we hit some of our stretch goals already. So it's great because it's like the first scene I'm running. So I'm very excited. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. And Ooh. I bought your cal- calendar last year. Oh, that was yeah. so cute. Thank you. I had so much fun buying that yeah. stuff. And like, it was like <laughs> opening a bunch of gotcha stuff to see what I got and then giving it to whoever <laughs> liked the stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the gotcha merch so much, but I keep buying it. <laughs> yeah, like I hate keeping it. I just want to open it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, like, okay. Hot Topic is a problem in America because they have so much freaking hero merch. And like, they had these little gotcha bags at some point. And I swear about like 80 of them trying to get like Bakugo or something. It was awful. And they always have different stuff. Like, there was one that was shot glasses. And I wanted, like, I was like, okay, I want pretty much all of these shot glasses as long as I don't get like, no offense, like Ida or Yuraka, and I got Yuraka, and I was like, okay, I guess that's fine. <laughs> right? I guess I'll break it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, it's so funny because, like, they're selling shot glasses, even though this is technically, like, directed at, like, at teenagers teens and adolescents. <laughs> they know, like, they know. But they know. They know. We've they grown know. up with Hot Topics, so now we're adults <laughs> and they can sell us shot glasses. Yes. <laughs> well, Absolutely. if you get the wrong glass, you have one more reason to get drunk, so. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> <I work. laughs> 
Gosh. Is this the reason why you have so much uh, merch tied um, things that you sell on your big cartel shop? So that's really too much into gotcha and then you have to get rid of the stuff. No, okay, listen. <laughs> the real problem is that like I am very obsessed with trying new things. Like if I think of something, I'm like, I gotta do that. Like immediately. And so most uh-huh. of the stuff I do is like middle of the night ideas I have, and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna do that. And so <laughs> And so literally, like, if I think of a pin design or if I think of like, oh, how cool would it be to have like merch with my book, then I'm going to wake mm-hmm. up and do it like at that moment, <laughs> regardless of it makes sense or not. That's relatable. Oh, it makes sense. Like those are, those things like take so much time and work and like planning and money and you just, oh, I'll do it in the middle of the night. No, I'm no. I'm it. not joking. Okay. <laughs> you know, all those like Christmas, like advent calendars. I did. I like made handmade all of those in an all nighter. Like I just pulled an all nighter. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I had been like ordering for weeks and then I was like, oh shit, I need to send these out. So I just stayed up all night, like handwriting them all, putting them together <laughs> Sending <laughs> Wow. Right. I thought that the mechanism, how you hook those little pouches on on the thread and everything was like, oh my God, this is so you can see it's handmade. And I'm yeah, like, I handmade all of those. <laughs> how many hours did you put into it? And then how many did you made? How many luckily, did you sell? Okay, to be fair, I luckily only sold maybe like I think 30. So I only had to hand make mm. only, only. <laughs> I hope you you put very big quotation marks around only because oh that's uh, wow. The funny thing is, like, wow. I always I always just make them too, and then like, uh, I love my fiance, but he's just like, uh, how much are you charging for these? And I'm like, enough to cover the materials. And he's like, why? <laughs> Why? (laughs) For real. But it's literally just because, like, I would love an advent calendar. And so by being able to make them, like, it basically gives me an excuse so that I Mm -hmm. can have one and that, like, some of my (laughs) friends can have them. And, like, that to me is all I want. Like, that's that's your profit. (laughs) Yeah, that's my profit, that I can own it. And other people can own it and have fun. I'm going to hug you. That's so fucking sweet. That's sweet. (laughs) That's nice. Mm -hmm. I'm always concerned because the shipping cost. Yes. And I'm, I'm from... In the middle of Europe, and I'm sure it's not that cheap to to ship. And I, I look at the mm-hmm. shipping cost, I'm like, is that enough? Because just FYI, Switzerland is ridiculous when it comes to pricing. Right. And if yeah. I would send such a package over to America, it's in the 50s and 60s. Oh, my wow. God. <gasps> and I'm like, I hope, I hope... I hope, well, if I would choose the official Swiss post, I, I can still like go over to Germany and send it from there or use a different shipping company, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if I would use the normal Swiss post, it would be ri- something ridiculous like that. Wow. And then I see like on, on if I order scenes or, or your books or your merch or whatever, and I see the shipping because I'm always like, I hope it's enough. I hope yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> because it's I think so. I think it's it's around twenty or twenty five. 
Yeah. I just hope from my perspective that it's enough that that if the stupid foreigners from overseas always orders and I have to pay more than I charged for, I was like, I hope it's not like that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of funny now that like once you've shipped a bunch of stuff, like I can tell you the pricing to shipping in like random ass countries. <laughs> it's like this knowledge I have is not useful in a general sense, but for like this one thing, it's kind of helpful. <laughs> so I can tell you, Ange, to like ship to you specifically, it is 27, about I think 2760 from the US. <laughs> oh, <That's crazy. laughs> huh? just nice. whipped it out. Good to know. Good to know. I might leave a tip next time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tips for people that want to start making their own merch? Oh, yeah. I have totally like. I guess the big things is just know it's going to take like twice as long as you think it is. Mm. Uh I would say like the designing is probably the easiest part. The hardest part, in my opinion, is shipping just because it's really easy to miscalculate pricing and stuff and to you have to take in account taxes and all that stuff that like I think the very first time like when I sold as fate would have it, I like priced it. For the book, I'm like, oh, I'll just cover the price of the book and the shipping and it'll be fine. And I like totally Mm. didn't take into account like taxes through PayPal takes and then like taxes that I have to pay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then also the wrapping material, like exactly like packages or or yes. And then I'm like, oh, I want to put a cute sticker on it. Now those stickers cost me money. You know, like no one just wants to just send it in a like a in the bag you know mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's always because i bought both of your books as fate would have it and claim me and it's always an experience to receive your stuff because <laughs> there's so much that comes with it there's a, a handwritten note a thank you note from you that's always <laughs> like oh my god and then right. there's so many stickers and for claim me you had a fucking hoodie with <laughs> Oh my God, so much stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. (laughs) You get so much more than just a book. And it's so great. It's so great. (laughs) It sounds amazing. Yeah, it was such a fun experience. Yeah. I mean, like for Claim Me, I knew I wanted to go kind of big because I wasn't planning on printing any more books. At the moment, I don't think I'm going to print anymore. Just because Claim Me, like took me two years to write Mm -hmm. and it was just such like so much time and such a big experience that like okay I knew probably like a year ago that I was going to make it big so like I'd been planning that for over a year of all the stuff I'm gonna get (laughs) again though of course when it came to like oh the books arrived a month early guess I'll just start shipping it now (laughs) so then like every day after work I'd come home and you'd see me sitting on Okay, we have like a guest bedroom. That guest bedroom became my shipping bedroom. And it was just a <laughs> mess. And I would be sitting on the floor, hand sewing on the patches because I didn't like the way the iron on worked. And like, oh my God, you oh hand no. sew? You, you hand <laughs> saw those patches? Yes, because I didn't no. like the way it looked. And I don't know how to sew, okay? So I'm sitting there like stabbing myself and I'm like, damn it. Oh my God. God. Oh, that's so much work. That's 
crazy. Holy crap. Oh my God. I guess that's like the one thing. Like, I really don't sigh away from work as long as the finished product meets my expectations. Like, that's really what's important to me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm afraid of wearing it and washing it because if it falls off or something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it shouldn't. I tested that, too. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> Oh, so amazing. Uh, I'm so sad because I wasn't there in time to get claim me. And now I'm just like, I really want I completely missed it. So it's like, I still have a couple of the books if you are interested on my store. I only (gasps) have a few left. Oh, my God. Can you like reserve one for me? I (laughs) I 100% will. (laughs) All right. Awesome. (laughs) I need. <laughs> and uh, we mentioned printing your own fix in our scene, second yes. scene yeah, episode, and that not enough people do this. So you've done it twice. Can you tell us a little bit about how do you do that? How do you go on and print your fanfic? Yeah, I would love if more people printed their fanfic. I think mm-hmm. people get scared of printing more than like, I, it's not as hard as you think it is. The only thing it'll do with pretty much anything, like I say, it just takes time and effort. But mm-hmm. I think it's scarier not to know like what the first step is. Right. So the first step is just find a printer you like. I used Lulu Express for mine because if you have a thicker book, the other option you can use is Maxim. Or mix them. Mm-hmm. Mix them. But yeah, mix you them. Have but like, that we can put in the description for these. Yeah, I would love to. Mm-hmm. Like, mix them is great for smaller books. And that's what a lot of zines use too, because it's great for pictures. Mm-hmm. And then Lulu Express is better for any of your like long ones because that's more geared toward like, you know, like a lot of pages. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the prices per book has gone up now. It used to be a lot cheaper, but between. As fate would have it and claim me, the price went up a lot more, um, which was mm. unfortunate because like I wanted to charge. COVID. Yeah. And well, this was actually before COVID. And then while I was printing claim me, I got, had a heart attack because they were literally like, oh, the prices are going to go up in August 1st. And I was oh. planning on ordering it the second week of August when my like pre-sales ended. So I didn't have a choice. I had to order them early. Oh, wow. Because I was like, otherwise it was going to go up again. And right now, if I, I, like, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not planning on ordering any more of my own books because the prices are higher now. How mm-hmm. much is it to do a book now? It's still not that American? bad. Um, like, in American dollars, like, my claimy book is probably about $10 to print. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then you have to ship it, though. And so that can be another uh, anywhere from like three to ten dollars, depending on how quickly you want it to get to you and how many books you're printing. Sure. Greatly increases the price. But yeah. in comparison, As Fate Would Have It was seven dollars to make. Oh, nice. Mm. Mm. OK. And it was like the same length. Oh, because my, my friend is thinking of printing How to Train Your Shitty Omega, for me, which is almost like 300,000 words. So I would think that. The Lulu Express is probably something oh, 100%. That I would do for that. One. And honestly, okay. it's actually a lot cheaper because my brother, I love him to death. My brother, for Christmas, the year after I finished As Fate Would Have It, went to like yeah. FedEx or like Kinko's or something and printed them all off, like oh, nice. every single page, and then like uh-huh. gave it to me. Uh, But he told me that costs like $50 to do. And he's like, I hope you love me. And I'm like, I do. Oh, nice. Um, So in comparison, using these places 
is like way better, way cheaper. And to format your books, they even give you templates and everything. So, Oh, do they? Okay, Mm -hmm. I have to mention that to her because I know she spent a lot of time doing the formatting and stuff so far. I stopped her because I wanted to beta or I wanted to edit my book before. So I was like... (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, what really takes time is the formatting and the betaing more than anything because you have to reread everything. And it takes a long time uh-huh. to like read word by word of your stuff. For real. Like it's a lot of story and I'm just like so daunted by I've been putting it off for an entire year, V. Like or probably more than a year, probably two now. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's the other problem too. My procrastinating ways was like, oh, I know I knew I was gonna print claim me for a year. I edited it all like a month before I started pre-sales. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. that's how it's going to be. Like, I, I commend you because, like, I can't even, like, sit down and read even, like, two pages of my book. But I will go to, from the sidelines and read, like, 800 billion words and just be fine. But it's like I can't even sit down and read my own stories. <laughs> so kudos to you for being able to do that. I guess that's the other thing, too. I don't read a lot oh. of long fics. I read a lot of, like, one shot. So, like, having to read my own fic is, like, ugh. This is so long. Yeah. How can you read long fix if you have to do so much manually stuff work for your fans? for your own stuff? Like, well, do you see real. that's my problem? Okay, <laughs> read like. <laughs> what oh is God. relaxing? I don't know. <laughs> and what drove you to print your works? That was a dream of mine. Like I've always wanted to hold my book. And originally I was just going to print it for me. And then of course I had so many amazing friends in fandom who were like, well, I want a copy. And then like, that's what I mean. First Fate would have it. I just, at first just asked my friends like, Hey, does anybody want this? Right. And I had enough people be like, sure. I'm like, well, I might as well see if I can. This is the other thing. Unfortunately, Lulu used to have like, if you sold 30 books, you got like a 10% discount. So oh, I was like, nice. okay, let's see if I can make 30. Uh-huh. And that's like, was great. Now, unfortunately, I think it's like really high to make. I think it's like 100 or 120. That oh, you have to gosh. That's, and I'm that's like, well, that's not helpful. Yeah, I'm like, that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of like, originally it was just for me. Everything I do is just because I want to hold something. I'm very selfish that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, you have every right to feel that way because they're they're wonderful books and they're they're beautiful so Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm very happy i own both of your books (laughs) soon i have i have as fate would have it but i will have claim me i will (laughs) (laughs) and and i really i really hope more people in in fandom would print there i know it's a lot of work and there's money involved (laughs) and logistics and but rather than scenes, I would like fan fiction printed out more. Yes, like I think that that would be fix. a lot more useful mm. to me as far as having collections. Because there's so many stories that we read that we love so much. And having a copy of something that is like a huge part of your life for at least a week or two, sometimes up to a month or even more or as years. you wait. Yeah, years as you wait for chapters to come out. Why is still going? Oh my <laughs> God. It's just, you know, having a piece of that, it's like having a photo of an important part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to look back on it and remember, oh, I, I really enjoyed this part of my like life when I read this. Zines mm-hmm. are more like 
a special event or a theme and the fandom gets together. And it, there's beauty in that on its own. I won't say scenes are a bad thing. Right. I, I like them. I just got one today. <laughs> really today my husband uh, emptied the mailbox and was like, hey, you got the package from America. And I was like, yeah, that's another yeah. scene. I don't know which one yet. <laughs> because I forget which one I you just keep snatching them up, Angie. <laughs> yeah. But I received one. So I like scenes. I'm, I'm not saying there, but this is more like a collection and like a theme that fandom goes wild over. And having a printed fic, as you said, Ash, is, is more personal. It's more like... It's like spent... owning a book. It's like owning a book yes. that you read, you know, when, yes. you know, it's the same kind of sentiment. It's, mm -hmm. this is something I, you know, that shaped my experience and my life. And mm -hmm. like, you want kind of a relic of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can't agree more. And I just want to put out there, if anybody is like thinking of making their own book, feel free to DM me. My DMs are always open on Twitter. Like I'm totally yes. there to help people because I'd love to have more like physical fan fiction. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to be Hit in me your up. <laughs> I mean, like, to be honest, I like just like send people websites and then they realize how easy it is and they go, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> good. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> printing is one thing, but the shipping and the shipping exactly. shop and do the pre-order, that's another mm -hmm. thing. And maybe you can find some zine people that, that are willing to help you. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. I will even say, though, like, it's not all of that as long as you're organized. It's not as bad as you mm -hmm. think it is. Like, once you have the websites, it's very easy to do. I think the hardest mm -hmm. part which is kind of actually why I started, like I made my own zine because I felt like it was unfortunate that applying to a zine, if you haven't already been in a zine, they're not going to let you in pretty much unless you're an intern. Yeah. And that was like really hard because it's like, I have outside skills. Like I know how to do this. I just haven't right. done a zine. Uh -huh. But like, that's what I mean. As long as you're organized in real life, I say like, I recommend if you're, have done like other work experience or know how to keep an Excel sheet, you can do like your own store. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Cool. Mm -hmm. I want to hear mo more about UV. Like, how did you, what's your first fandom and like, how did you get into this whole mess of like, <laughs> <laughs> what's your fandom journey? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I guess like I was, I'm, I'm a very obsessive type. Um, you can always find me like playing like a phone game obsessively for a while until I drop mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And it basically was the same way for fandoms. I mean, like I was a huge Harry Potter nerd, but I never joined Harry Potter fandom, unfortunately. Um, mm, how come? I, I was just I think I was just too young and I wasn't aware that it was fandom. Mm. Um, like I grew up in Texas, so I was just a little nerdy like girl and I didn't really fit in that much oh. mm -hmm. um but my first official fandom was Naruto hmm. I've been there <laughs> yeah right oh my god yes. the thing like I was totally into like stranger danger on chat rooms talking about Naruto yeah. uh, <laughs> okay I never actually participated like in the fandom for Naruto but I was reading Naruto fan fiction for sure I was like that's a, I, that was the first fandom fandom I was part of 
Like, and then oh, okay. from mm-hmm. there, it was the first fan fiction, uh, first fandom I wrote fan fiction for. And Ooh, of course, what, it was like, what did you see? What ship? What ship? Don't don't read it. Don't read it, please. It was a cringy self-insert <laughs> fanfic. <laughs> nice. That's what fa- fandom babies do. Don't be ashamed. It's like 15 year old, 13 year old, whatever it was. <laughs> um, my second one, I actually like I wish I'd, I don't think I finished it. I wish I would have. But then, unfortunately, the first, I say this unfortunately, now it's probably not as unfortunate, but for a while there, it was real cringe. My first fandom where I actually felt like I had traction writing and I was really into was Twilight. And that was great. Unfortunately, my parents found out about my fanfiction, read it, and then, like, told me I wasn't allowed to write it anymore because... Oh my god, well, that's like the that's like my nightmare. I wake up in sweat <laughs> thinking about this. How oh did you no. survive? I mean, like I was a I was an emo teenager, let me tell you, like down to the clothes. And so I just like cried and was like very upset. And I think there's even if you go back and read it now, there's an author's note where because I had to end it quickly because they told me I was no longer allowed to write it. Um, oh no. And That's I was just so like, sad. yeah, I was like, oh, I have to end it here because my parents said I was no longer allowed to write. But they specifically said I wasn't allowed to write that fan fiction. So I started another Naruto <laughs> one like that same week. Loopholes. <laughs> Listen, I feel so privileged because my mom was like a nerd just along with me and she didn't care what I wrote. Like she she didn't care at all. Well, to so be fair, they, I, they didn't care that I was writing. They cared that like they thought the topic was too mature for like a 15 year old at the time did you write yes. as a 13 year old yes of course it did i read i wrote <laughs> as a 13 year old and my parents are like are you okay do we need to send you to somebody oh my god <laughs> and the then you're probably yes, just like probably yeah maybe have. yeah they really should have uh, <laughs> But as is, yes, I've always, all of my fanfics are angst. Even my self-insert was pretty much angst. It's either oh, angst no. or totally, like, crack funny, like, yes. jokey. <laughs> Two very oh, different wow. ends of the extreme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nowhere mm-hmm. in between. <laughs> the That's queen great. of angst. That's what I like to call you. <laughs> because... All your fix never miss a good serving of angst. Yes. Which well, again, we all need this. I, <laughs> yes, but why? That's all I read is why. Like, it literally, when I'm sad, I go look for angst. When I'm happy, I go look for angst. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've always just been really into angst. And I will say, like, it's very... Like, I've never cried at my own fix. I don't usually cry when reading a fic. And if I do, it's because it's really happy. Like, if there's a sappy, <laughs> cute ending, that is when I'll cry. And I'll be <laughs> I won't cry because it's sad. You're fueled by despair. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind of angst, would you say? Oh, I, I love a good hurt comfort. Like, I love, like... Someone with the traumatic past that then has to like 
overcome it and then ends up like finding their own way despite of it like that is my that is my jam that's the Mm. sweet spot yeah Mm -hmm. like right now I am like on page 92 of all fandom past child abuse tag because I want to see someone like have a happy (laughs) ending when they're an adult I don't know like I'm just like I'm messed up that way but I love to see like oh something bad happened but you're okay now or you'll figure it out or therapy will help something like that like I think I really relate to this because like I like to read really bad relationships and then like seeing them work out somehow and I don't know how healthy that is but like they gotta be like the more problematic the better like it like I don't know abuse and stuff can fall into this (laughs) like I I don't know if that's like some sort of dysfunction in my brain but like it really makes me happy so (laughs) (laughs) to be honest though like that was I've always been angsty like this is going to sound bad, but when I was four years old, I used to play with like my little Pokemon dolls or like figurines. <laughs> and I used to pretend that my favorite one would have to sacrifice themselves for the good of the rest of them. And then everyone else would feel bad that they had to sacrifice themselves and that would bring them back to life or something. Oh, my God. I, oh I, I, I think that's Catholicism, though. Like, you know, like Jesus and everything like I, that, yeah. that really messed me up at a young age. Uh, of course, it's ca- the Catholics did it. That's that's what happened. Mm, mm. Yes. OK. It makes sense now. <laughs> the catholics did it yeah they made me angsty from a young age i mean like if i have to go to church every day and see jesus on the cross of course i'm gonna want to be a martyr like well sorry you know and he's usually depicted like he's like bloody and dead like it's it's not like you know child friendly either it's just like i don't know there's there's parts of the bible that are pretty dark so yeah. We're going to call out the Bible as problematic. <laughs> the yeah. Bible is problematic. problematic. <laughs> I mean, it's not. not. Like, if the like, Bible would have tags, if the Bible would have tags, tag your shit, Jesus. Uh, just violence. <laughs> canon, a canon typical violence. Incest, uh, rape. Stoning yeah. murder. Uh, you know, like punishment. Ma- Major punishment. character just, death. Major character death a few times, even top ten anime betrayals. <laughs> well, in that sense, we can all thank you, Jesus, for bringing us the Queen of Angst. Yes, thanks. You've done your job well. <laughs> we have been we have been saved. Yeah, <laughs> definitely we were, or not. Yeah, if you ever if you're ever crying in the middle of the night, you'd be like, shake your hand at Jesus, not at me. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, because I read a lot of fan fiction at night because I have a sleep schedule that we're not gonna talk about that, but <laughs> your sleep and, schedule, Angie. And so I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. Then I say, okay, let's let's read some fic. This is why you can't get back to sleep. It's because you read. <laughs> no, sometimes it works and I fall back asleep with my phone oh. in my hand, and then I wake up with my phone still in my hand. But in your okay. hand. <laughs> yes. I still Angie. I still hold it and I'm like laying sideways with my phone and yeah anyway (laughs) and uh sometimes i cry 
reading some angst and I definitely cried reading V's stuff. And then I don't want to wake my husband next to me. So then I'm like screaming into my pillow and like... (laughs) (laughs) You do the silence, I'm like... Yes! (laughs) And I'm like... like trying to... Because it's... It's gut-wrenching and you do it so well. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, why? Why? It's funny you say that because I also like don't have a lot of time to read fan fiction. So I read it on my daily commute, like riding the bus or train. But of course, I'm sitting mm-hmm. there reading like some hardcore smut on a train, like trying to keep <laughs> a straight face. <laughs> And like, so like, I understand the like hiding your emotions pretty well, because you just got to sit there and pretend, yes, this is normal. No, they're not doing anything crazy. (laughs) What's so weird about that is like, I can read disgusting pornographic scenes and fan fiction and just dead face. Like there's no, no emotion whatsoever. But give me something cute and fluffy and like disgusting. And I will just like... (laughs) be embarrassed and my face will be red and I'll just be hiding and it's just like I can't hide my expression and like I'm sure it looks suspicious but you know there's nothing gross about it but I don't know an angst like I will just be crying I will I will literally cry at work and just be a mess (laughs) and I always hope there's a happy ending yeah angst without happy endings it's hard sometimes, for me. Sometimes it's better. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, why? why? I remember that one event that you did, V. Yeah. <laughs> where we were looking for the queen or king of angst. Yes. Or the oh, I remember that. <laughs> None of them had a happy ending. And everybody was like, okay, there's going to be something about pregnancies and kids. <laughs> yeah, because we made it like that, that was the- really interesting. Because it was like you couldn't do you couldn't do death, and so like everyone's like, oh, I can't uh-huh. do death. Then I'll do pregnancy. It's like that was the next. Was the next dead fetuses. That's cheating. That's dead fetuses. <laughs> not all. Okay, of them not died, all of them were miscarriage. Yeah, I remember this event. Died. I read like quite a few fics. It was so great. <laughs> it was great. A stuff i wanted to do a second one with that but you know that's my that's my problem i almost never do the same thing twice because once i've done it Mm. i don't have that same like middle of the night energy so then it's like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) well you won that that contest so you You just don't want to give up your crown i don't (laughs) and you won this contest and it was anonymous right like it was yes it's not a popularity contest it's like legit yes we did both we did like the popularity and then we did also anonymous but i won both so (laughs) of course you did the queen sits on her throne. <laughs> it's where you belong. Oh, yes. No, that's yes. the reason. That's the reason she doesn't do another one because she's oh, yeah, totally. she's not giving up the throne. Yeah, <laughs> I'm honestly I'm the kind to write angst without the happy ending. I don't oh, know. That, that. I don't know why. Like I feel that like the suffering is something really beautiful and like it invokes so much emotion and like why. Why would I make you stop feeling that? <laughs> I, okay, That's what believe it or not, say. 
none of my fics have like a hard bad ending. Like I promised myself when I was in high school that I would never end like a a sad like angst fic like with more than a bittersweet ending because it's usually like mm. somebody gets Ooh, what I they love want. The bittersweet. Yeah, it's like mm. somebody gets what they want, but not in the way they wanted it or not. Yes. <laughs> Like, that's my favorite thing. Like, if I write a cheating fic, I'm going to have them get back together at the end. But it's going to make people in the comments be angry. Like, should they be together? Like, mm, I don't know. But Mm. you got what you wanted. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love writing that. Like, I think I wrote, like, some sort of Stockholm Syndrome fic one time. And, like, they got together in the end. And nobody, like, nobody should have gotten together in that story. But they did. And I'm just like, this is this is just how I do things. Okay. That's what I mean. It like those are good. my favorite. Like, yeah. It's like you want yeah. them to be mm-hmm. together, so now they are, but like after everything they've been through, you don't feel good necessarily about it. <laughs> you like, don't you're feel happy good about them being together. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the kind of stuff I want. Other th- either that or I will give you the super sappy, super happy ending because yeah. that all the angst getting you there made you it deserve worth it. it. We, yeah. we we earned <laughs> this. <laughs> Like, I don't want to make it easy for you. I'm going to make this difficult. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ask you, like, the sadist that I am, like, how do you write good angst? Like, what would you say is, like, the core of, like, hurting people? Yeah, I really do sound like a sadist, but... (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any tips for writing angst? Yeah, 100%. I think, like... Okay, also, I'm I'm going to say it right up front. I'm very picky when it comes to, like, reading stuff and, like, angst. And I'm very quick to be like, okay, that's enough. And I just, like, drop things a lot. Because as you can tell, I'm very much, like, in the moment kind of person. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that people get wrong for angst is it's not about the event that happens. Like, it's not about someone is about to die or it's not about oh something bad happened to this person it's always about how it gets internalized and how that reflects on them yes usually the psychology of it like how the character it goes yeah it's not about how like (laughs) the words that are said it's not about like how loud someone yelled or even like what happens after it's all about how does this reflect who they are as a person? And how does this mm-hmm. make you realize that like you connect with them in some way, realizing like everyone's kind of fucked up. Like that's like the big thing. Yes. Yes. Queen. <laughs> like for real, oh. because, okay. The problem is, is like when I write angst, it's usually not something like big. Like I, I do write the big stuff that happens, but it's also a part is wake awakening the dark side of each character because every human has like dark thoughts yeah. you know and like there they have at some point in their life they have like thoughts that aren't considered things that you just bring up at like a social gathering or something <laughs> you know and it's just like and I like digging into the psyche of characters like this because we don't often get to see them in things like shonen manga where you know it's always going from like one extreme to the other but like you never like really get to see the internal like conflict 
between like like in characters at least it's not like a constant thing you know and i like to see that kind of thing so like when i read your stories i get abundance of this and it's wonderful so thank Mm you (laughs) i'm glad i mean my favorite thing is in the comments when somebody's angry at one of my characters like for claim me everyone was so mad (laughs) at deku and it's funny. I because, was. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. I got beef. I got beef with you. No, because like I was. Okay, because I was. It's time for it to go down. The beef I was, is going down. I was reading this fic, and like you did the thing that I hate so much, and I was just like, where you know, like I don't know. He went. He went off to somewhere, and like they hadn't even resolved their shit yet, and like the feelings were there. But then he's like, "Up, oh, I'm gonna go over here." I'm like, "No, you bitch, get back." <laughs> Why are you leaving? He went to America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is people so are like, this, this could have been all fixed with one conversation. Like, why can't they just talk? And I'm like, are you human? Like, nobody talks. Like, nobody talks. Nobody talks. <laughs> no, and that's why, that's why I was so mad because this is just the things that people do. And I'm like, no, I didn't want them to just act like real people. <laughs> but in, in, no, but it's okay because it's okay that that's what had to happen. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Does. That's my and, favorite thing. Yeah. I love when people get angry at a character. <laughs> and here's my favorite thing too. Like Deku's like messed upness in the fic was totally like <laughs> yes. my feelings or like things I feel like I've done <laughs> or like things. And so like yeah. hearing them call him a bitch is like, yes, thank you for realizing <laughs> that my feelings were a bitch. Like, I am so thankful <laughs> that that is coming through because that is what yeah. I've now realized enough to write this. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's I just, cannot... it was so in character. <laughs> exactly. So, that's what I mean. I love like, when people get angry because that means they saw it. Like, they know that person. They know that, yeah. like, that action and they're angry about it because they've because had to deal they're with it. Fi- they're really realizing the characters like shortcomings and they're they're feeling it. They're actually like confronting like this fucked up part of this character and like, oh right, you're like that. Okay, yeah, okay. You know <laughs> exactly. Just getting mad at him for it. And I love it. <laughs> but I hate it also. But I love I it. <laughs> okay, so how many times have you thrown your phone, guys, when the when a character did so <laughs> so much? And I, I've done this with you know VG's fix before and I'm just like ah, mm-hmm. you know, but I you know, I, I love the fic, but it's just like those parts she really knows how to get me. <laughs> I see. That's my problem, though. I almost never have that reaction. If something's really sad, I am like, if I'm like shaking because it's so sad, I like go off. Like, I'm so happy. I like write them like a fucking (laughs) novel in the comments. Like, thank you for like upsetting me. Thank you for. Yeah. (laughs) Versus like normally, like if it's I'm always the one cheering for more angst. Like, I think I've told you this, uh, Ash, but if not, but like, I remember one of your fix in my like Discord server, I was like, just chanting. I'm like, angst, 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 angst. angst." Like, I was like, so happy when you wrote that, like, author's note, like, oh, things are going to get rough from here. And I was like, angst, 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 angst. You were really happy. No, I was so happy. It's like, I have a hard time writing long term angst. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I need like one full chapter of angst, but then it has to get resolved like right away because like I get depressed. I I internalize characters' feelings like way too much. So it's like 
if I'm just depressed writing a story, like I'll probably just go away from it for a long time because I need a break from my own writing. And I don't know. So I, I'm actually the opposite. <laughs> I cannot write um, if I'm too yes. happy. And that's actually like a problem I have that like that's if everything problem. is going right in my life, I it's really hard for me to write fan fiction. Like <laughs> that's such a like an artist thing. Like yeah, like I need to have some kind of struggle. Thing. Yeah, I need some kind uh-huh. of struggle, and that's why like I do my best writing between nine p.m. and three a.m. Like when you're kind of like a little like a little off kilter, a little more and a little more sensitive. Like that's when the true like yes. The creativity comes out. So the For next real, time though. you post the threat or something, I'm going to ask, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm probably not. Like well, most of okay. my threads, I'm I gonna write be right after now. <laughs> I write it right after oh, okay. work because I, that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm glad that you bring that up, though, because like for me, like when I was writing like my story, like I would get a lot of my really good stuff, like far late at night when like I was feeling really weird about everything. Like, I don't know, like it's just like your brain has to be in a certain state of mind. So like I really like use music to like alter my mood sometimes because it depends on the scene that I'm writing. It's like I'll put on something depressing if I need to write an angst scene. I admire people who can listen to music when they read or when they write. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I require I it. I need it. I, 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 sometimes I require music to alter my mood. I can't. I can't. My I mind either focuses on the music or it focuses on the thing that I read. And you know, when there's fix, like they link the music in the paragraph with some sort of text or I don't know. And I'm like, I could never listen to the song and continue reading. I would have to stop reading, listen to the song and then go back to the thing. (laughs) So mostly I don't listen to music while reading. I don't know how you do it. What's really nice is like cinematic music or like music that doesn't have words because it's always so dramatic. Like, I love that stuff when I write. Okay, I am the exact opposite. My music has to have words. And I actually (laughs) don't write. I don't write outlines usually. Like, I don't really love them. Instead, what I'll do is I'll make a playlist where each song makes me remember a different scene that I want to (laughs) write. So, like, for example, the Claim Me playlist, I listened to, like, it was always, like, my number one most played thing at the end of the year because I would just listen (laughs) to it over and over again and be like, okay, in, like, three chapters, I'm going to write the scene that goes with this. (laughs) And this scene (laughs) is a song. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not, like, always direct. It's just, like, an idea. Also, people are really surprised because I love Ink so much. They assume my music is really sad. But if you listen to my music, it's all, like, pop or electronic music that sounds really happy but then (laughs) when you look at the lyrics it's really sad like that's how that's how I roll do you like sometimes have to like search for more songs to match the scenes that you want to write to finish the playlist it's usually (laughs) the opposite it's usually a song will give me an idea and then I'll have to I'll like incorporate that idea already Um, yes no I I I resonate with that one because like I'll listen to a song and like oftentimes the song has like a cornerstone moment of like the story and like it will like manifest like the rest of it like around it like some sort of I don't know like a tumbleweed or something but (laughs) it's it's weird so like I get yeah 
That's mm-hmm. how I wrote As Fate Would Have It. I heard a song and it made me think of this one scene, like a scene came into my head that had nothing yes. to do with that song, but also did. And so then I made the whole story yeah. about that. That's wow. such a thing. It's such a thing. Like, I don't know. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the funny thing, too, is people always think that, like, there has to be, like, a big plan. I usually have, like, the barest of plans going in and yes. then a whole story writes <laughs> itself around it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Veem, what made you first fall in love with Bakudeku? So that's really interesting. So I originally watched My Hero in, like, a binge with my fiancé. I didn't remember it for months, and I had actually given up fan fiction for several years. Like, I gave it up right before Mm. going to college, and then I was in med school, and I was really struggling, and so I just kind of went back to fan fiction for, like, an escape. But at that point, I didn't have any fandom, so I didn't know what to read, but I saw that, like, my hero had a bunch of fics, and so I started with, like, gen fics, and then... Originally, I did not like Bakugo, which I feel like, you know, at the very beginning, like, it's kind of makes sense. But yeah. after reading, like, a couple of Bakudeku fix, I'm like, all right, this is my ship now. <laughs> and so I just went in hard, and I've loved it ever since. Like, I'm technically a multi-shipper at heart, but I suffer from what I call protag syndrome. I think so, I have that. <laughs> yeah, so unlike, unless it involves Izuku, Bakugo, or Todoroki, I'm not going to read it. Like, <laughs> it has to be Makes one sense. one of those three and usually together with one of the other two. That's, that's, rela- what, that's, that's relatable. That's <laughs> protagonist. But if you started to read, like, Bakudeku fix, it means that you've already chosen. <laughs> you no, had the feeling I getting, to just kind okay. of... <laughs> so this is going to become really obvious in a second. How do you think I got to Bakudeku? I was looking for angst and abusive relationships and rape or non-con. <laughs> and what did I find? Bakudeku. And I said, Bakudeku. It's right there. I found yeah, in the beginning, home. that's what people yeah. wrote. That's what Bad I wrote Bakudeku. at the beginning, like three years ago. So that's what I was into. <laughs> All right. Okay. Considering my certain um, interests right now, I have to ask, what what do you feel about Shigadeku? I like Shigadeku as long as they're not going to have happily ever after together. I just want to be <laughs> I think that's really easy to, to make. I, think. <laughs> I guess that's my uh, big thing. Like, right. I, If there's going to be a happily ever after, it has to be Izuku again with a pro tag. Like Shingareki's not a pro tag enough for me to make it like, oh, okay. oh, I want them to be end up together. Like that's literally what I mean by like pro tag syndrome. Oh, pro tag. <laughs> so, so it's just because like... I don't know, the series really does focus a lot on Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku. So they're like pro tags, like in your mind, because. Yeah. And it's, it's to the just, point where we used to have really like, I, I had like arguments with my brother where I was like, I could care less about when they do like an episode on a side character to give them their backstories. <laughs> I really could care yeah. less. I'm just like, I don't, I don't care about you. I'm like, I don't care what your traumatic backstory is. Just like bring me back. <laughs> That makes sense. Hey, that's that's respectable. I get it. <laughs> but otherwise, like I love a good Deku bowl. Like I am like that's what I mean. Like I don't care who they're with as long as one of the <laughs> main people are there. There you go. <laughs> 
V, do you have a, a fic that you feel is underappreciated, that you really like? Uh, I mean, like, that's also hard. Like, I have a lot of amazing fics. So, I, like I said, I'm very picky. So, if you ever go to my AO3 and look at my bookmarks, I have, like, 36 bookmarks or something. And, like, those are my favorites. Like, otherwise, like, I've read hundreds of stories, but I'm very picky about what I end up liking. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think off the top of my head, like I have quite a few. Um, from your own domain or for like from or no from other, other people. people, other people, mm-hmm. totally. Um, oh, I meant to ask about your own, but now I want to oh, hear your your recommendations. <laughs> I mean, like for other people, my favorites are like I really liked. Okay, so for Genfix, I really love. It's spelled Trader, not Trader. That's one of my favorites. Mm. For Baku Deku Fix, I love, for Angsty, Unforgiving, I love Make This Moment Last by Osaka Kitty. I, <laughs> I love, yeah, uh, like seriously, like if you ever look at my bookmarks, please like give those people more love, even though they probably have like quite a bit of love. I, I just love anything angsty, anything that has a real good feel to it. Mm-hmm. But I guess for mine... I mean, like, I love all my babies. I'm not going to lie. Although the angsty ones really do have a place in my heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess I would say, like, my angst competition one is one of my faves. That one really holds a good place in my heart. And that one's called Your Side of the Bed. That's one of my favorites. Mm. Mm. <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> that one is about... <laughs> and she's already doing noises. And... <laughs> <laughs> That one's about uh, <laughs> Bakugo and Izuku are both alphas and they're dating in secret. And when Izuku realizes that Bakugo's probably never going to like come out to say they're in a relationship, they break up. So that way Izuku can go have his family he's always wanted with another person. Mm. And so then it's like them coming back together. And not maybe in the way that you want them to. Or like not with the best <laughs> results. Uh, <laughs> it sounds so I'm hard. already sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, I kind of like I kind of based that off of my family history. Like be, it was based off something my mom told me and I felt really sad about. So I based it off of that. <laughs> <laughs> but then other than that. I really love if you ever want to get to know like my thoughts or like how I think I really recommend running straight into the ground. It's under my other pen name, Vampire Gara Cheese Puffs. And that is like literally the second chapter with Izuku is exactly like looking into my brain. Like I put it all out on the table for that thing. And so I really love that one because of it. Uh, It's a gen fic, but like, oh, so there's some good Bakudeku if you look closely. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. And then, yeah, I mean, like, I love my babies as fate would have it and claim me. Like, I'm always happy when somebody reads those. But I always love to, like, push the ones that are maybe, like, less read or, like, yes, you haven't that's, considered. That's what we want to do here. Mm-hmm. We're pushing all your good parts together. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, I also write happy fix if you ever want those. I'm just, like, I usually do, do those for other people, to be honest. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah oh, that's that's 
that's kind of sweet. That's like the only case where you will write non-angst. Yeah, they're usually like gifts for other people. Like the funny one is I wrote one that I really like. Um, it's called Test of a True Mate. And it's Hanahaki with a happy ending. And nice. I thought that wasn't angsty. I 100% thought it wasn't I feel like angsty. Hanahaki is angsty no matter what you yeah. do be. Like, <laughs> well, that was my point. My point was to make it like, well, I thought if they like ended up happily ever after, like it wasn't that angsty. And then I look at the comments and people are like, I was crying there and I didn't know how it was going to end. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, that wasn't supposed to be sad. <laughs> I think that literally you can't write good hanahaki without making it sad because it's it's just yeah. so sad it is <laughs> but i don't know yeah. like again hanahaki <laughs> doesn't make me sad most of the time so it's really hard for me to understand how how oh, it's so heartbreaking That's it's, it's so literally unrequited flowers. like this person believes that this their love is unrequited and is gonna be unrequited forever like most okay. of the time uh if you guys want to, if you're listening to this, go to my fic and read vows without reading the tags. Like, just don't read the tags. Just click on it. And you'll understand what I, like, think of, <laughs> like, in general is sad. Like, I don't otherwise think it's sad. Like, I don't. <laughs> I, just wait. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, if I'm watching something sad on TV, I will bawl. I bawl at anything happening to a dog. I bawl. If oh, anybody's gosh, on TV is crying. Stuff. Yeah, like I will cry really easily if I'm watching something, but reading something, I can count on one hand the number of like books, printed or fan fiction that have made me cry because of something sad. Hmm. Is it just because like you can't get like the imagery of like the sadness in, in your head like as well as you can with like the TV or what do you think? Uh, Why do you think that is? I think because on TV, like I am very like empathetic in that way. So when I'm seeing yeah. something on TV uh-huh. and they're crying, then I want to like reciprocate that feeling versus yeah. when I'm reading. I'm not like sad if they're like if it's sad, you, you know, but like, it's because it's because, you know, that fictional characters are not real people. Exactly. People like, <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I, I feel the same way. Like, I definitely cry easier, like, especially if somebody in front of me is crying, like, I'll just be crying. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't, like, not cry if someone else is crying or otherwise. But yeah, it does take me a little longer to like get into the emotions of characters on a page like but I do get there but it's just like yeah no I get, I get what you're saying mm-hmm. guys I get yeah. hooked and drawn into another world when I read so can't relate <laughs> can't relate Angie's just crying always oh <laughs> uh. I kind of even forget the world around me to the point where people have to call me several times until I react. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! <laughs> so I'm gone, guys. Yeah, that's why I can't, I can't like listen that. to. Are you okay, Angie? <laughs> it draws me in. That's why I'm so invested every time. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> why? <laughs> like, okay, like I do tear up a little bit when I read stuff, but it's like it does. You know, it's got to be like super like 
the imagery has to be crazy for me to be like physically affected like so much, you know, like. No, I, I, I always feel, feel, I feel it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's there. It's, you're just yeah. 100% in it. I'm in it, but like, I also just don't like cry. Like, I don't know, like, because if I'm in it, <laughs> if I'm the character, like, I'm not going to cry. It's when other people hurt that I'm more likely to cry, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I just put, put myself into the <laughs> one whose POV we're having. <laughs> I just, I'm mentally there. Like, it's like <laughs> you're, you're literally the one that the shit is happening to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Angie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> V, what's the weirdest or like most ridiculous interaction you've had with someone in the fandom? How many chairs have people uh, thrown at you for rising angst? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I love those, to be honest. Like, I love when people do something like where they're yelling at me. I've had people like make memes about me. Like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the weird ones you remember tend to only be like, the bad ones are like the ones that you're like, why did that happen? And I feel like I've been right. in fandom long enough that you like see all the kinds of people and you're like, I'm not surprised. Like I've had people come to me and like, oh, didn't this happen to you? And you're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just in general, I guess like I think I love the ones where people draw fan art or like I've had people write like whole pages of like them thinking in depth about like what they think is going to happen right oh my god that's so cute yeah one of my favorite ones is in as fate would have it someone's like i think inko's dead and i went why do you think that is and they gave me like a nine point response about like, <laughs> they, drew, they the made hints. a powerpoint they made- <laughs> pretty much where they're like i think because of this and then I noticed this and then they were like oh, I just saw the tags and they're like I think it's her and it's like <laughs> stuff like that that was probably oh my what gosh. I that's cute I love that <laughs> but then you have like the other side where I've had people like where I've had to like I've had some people who were like a little too close to comfort and copying my stories or like uh. I've had people who only talk to you because they want you to like share their stuff and they don't ever like like they just want you to because you're bigger to like share their things mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. get that and so yeah I don't know like it's not all good but you there's plenty of good enough in fandom that you're like yeah I'll stick around right mm-hmm. um I also wow, don't block like... very I don't block a lot like on Twitter uh mm-hmm. I was just looking at it the other day I had like 68 people blocked it was like that's what? not bad how do you survive on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> I have like I must have blocked people in the high high five digit numbers. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I have less than twenty blocked. That's good. But that's like just because I I uh, <laughs> well I think I, I managed to like avoid so much shit by like my interests are very like dark like they're dark, problematic yeah. you have and, crazy like, stuff Dathna <laughs> and that's like how like when I follow those people I don't see like like the kind of like um 
drama from yeah the other it's not side like, like the there's fandom. no drama but like the less wholesome it is like the more the less people are likely to interact with like the <laughs> i don't know the dude bros or like the the aunties on yeah. the accident or like the the teenagers right because and, they typically don't frequent those tags and stuff yeah yeah so. Yeah, no, and I get that. And it's just like, it's, it's much easier to avoid them like that. I think. Yeah. So I don't have to block much. I typically, yeah. I think I have less than 100 people blocked too, because like, I don't know, I, I've somehow avoided a lot of drama. Like, I don't know, I just don't, I guess I don't follow people that are, you know, typically going to be a problem i have tags on twitter that i've blocked completely so like mm. anything mm. that could start drama i pretty have have it blocked on twitter so i don't know i guess okay, I don't i'm the exact issues. opposite it's i so love hard. knowing the drama like i know all the drama most of the time <laughs> it's like i'll have a, a word muted and then and then i'll go like oh what's that right <laughs> me press too. and see exactly what i muted I what too. i chose not to okay see. i'm not the only one because i have I words have muted that i don't want to see but then like, <laughs> like really? i don't even know how you mute things Okay, I just don't want to see, I don't want to see this stuff, like, filling up my timeline all the time, because, like, I'm here for this specific thing. I don't want to see that, you know, but, like, sometimes if I'm reading, like, some sort of, you know, drama, and I'm, like, I see this word muted, I'll just click it, because it's, like, okay, you know, I I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm, like, one of those people who I love drama as long as I'm not involved with it. Like I will, right? I I know the I tea. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't pour the tea for other people. You know. Listen, I tried to get into drama, but like nobody will drag me in there, even if I try. It's just like, hey, oh, I'm you just here. need the right to fight. You just need no. That's the whole thing. I don't fight. I just I just like talk over the drama in the DMs. Like, did you see? And then we're like, oh, what was it? And then we're like, this is that like, that happened. Yeah, I just wanted. I I want to know everything. I just I don't like take sides. I don't want to be a part of it. I just like to be knowledgeable of who likes yeah. who and why. You observe it. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I people come to me when they're like, "Do you know this person?" And I'm like, "Depends. What do you need to know about them?" It's like, <laughs> so, you just know you're an information broker in the fandom yeah like i never <laughs> like share are. i never share personal information it's just good to know like if someone's like oh i just want to know if like they'll be friends with them and i will know if they've had drama in the past and be able to be like oh yeah they'll be fine or like uh maybe talk to that person first like are that you isaiah because you're sounding like isaiah right that's so funny information broker (laughs) i love that (laughs) well that's what i mean like luckily i i had one bad anti-reaction when i first joined fandom because i poked the bear without realizing how bad the bear was and then after that Uh i've never had problems with aunties i don't have like a lot of enemies i I've gotten myself into some sticky situations, but I usually get myself out. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Everything will work out. Mm-hmm. For real. No, like, I don't understand. Like, I used to be pretty loud, like, about 
the things that I feel about aunties and stuff, but they never found me and I wanted them to. <laughs> you wanted to fight? <laughs> I wanted to fight them, but now I'm just I like, feel like I if you're gonna anymore, fight them, but... just like at them. Like literally if you go at an auntie, they'll fight you. But like I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Like <laughs> I never don't do I, that. I don't want it Ash, that much. Don't do that. <laughs> like, I don't want it that do. much. <laughs> people will go quote retweet an auntie thing. It's like uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. No, because I don't want to. I don't want to seek out children. So it's just I don't want to interact with them. And most of the time, aunties are like these kids, and so I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to you. <laughs> You'd be surprised. There are like many that are just like twenty. Yeah, 20 something. yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to take them seriously when they're oh, that yeah. young, though. Yeah, when they're if they're <laughs> under twenty one, it's they're still children for me. Like they're still no children. They don't understand how life works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have those views because there are people that are 20 and 21 that aren't like that who have mm-hmm. an actual grip on reality so either way i still feel like That's most so of my friends like tend that. to be older than me and people forget yeah like, i do mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like anyone who's older than, tw- than 25 like instantly gets respect from me a little more yeah a little bit more respect yeah yeah if you have like a family or something or like a significant other and you have your life together then yeah probably a little v what are your favorite au's and tropes like your absolute favorites oh come on omegaverse 100 (laughs) percent Of course. Uh, I really, I actually, I don't love like real life AUs, to be honest. Like every once in a while, I'll have a good college or high school AU, but not usually. Um, Yeah, not hmm. usually. (laughs) Normally it's like canon compliant, but something happened or changed. And it's like on a different Mm. timeline. It's usually like more of my favorite. I totally feel you on all fronts. I don't know. Like I rarely ever read like college AUs and stuff like that, which is why I'm very surprised I'm enjoying from the sidelines so much. But, you know, it's definitely a different one. But yeah, it's very rare for me too. Yeah, I'd say those are very rare. I usually don't. I'm usually very rare for me to read something fantasy related. I'm really, I love something realistic, but in the world of my hero Mm. in some way. Canonverse. And I guess that's why I like Omegaverse, because usually it's just like an added component to to the same story. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So those are the AUs I like when it's an added component to something that already is in canon. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have favorite tropes like beside like the the person dying and coming? I, I, I don't like major character death very much. I feel like it's oh, not it's so not good. usually handled very tactfully is what I'll say. Um, right. Mm-hmm. I feel like people rely on the death too much sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I love a good hurt comfort. I usually look for like past trauma uh ptsd like uh, anything that's <laughs> angst like those are gonna be my sweet spots but other than that i love a good time travel i love really? a good yeah i love a good like again i guess that's the whole thing of like having to deal with the past or your past like a dh fic like anything where you um, a truth serum fic like I love anything where you have to be real with yourself or like yes. face face a demon of some kind yeah usually you have to rope in the people around you somehow mm-hmm. 
That's what I like. Time travel is so hard to write. I did it once <laughs> yeah. and I was like, so confusing. <laughs> I actually, mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I wrote for NaNoWriMo, which is like National Novel Writing Month. And I wrote a time fic mm -hmm. novel or like a, it wasn't a fic. It was a story. It was an actual novel, but it I wrote it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that was in oh high God, school. I haven't crazy. done NaNoWriMo since. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll publish that one day. crazy to me. It's like... It's not as long as my fanfic. It's like 100 pages. <laughs> That's still like a lot. It's like a whole story. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. If I go back and read it one day, I've had like, I've given it to fandom friends to read and they said they liked it, but I haven't read it back because to me, I feel like it's going to be real cringe. Like me reading <laughs> high school me. You know, like, oh. <laughs> well, the, listen, okay, like I used to write a whole lot when I was in high school too. And like I stumbled across some of my old stuff and I'm like, oh, this is going to be awful. And then I read it and I'm just like, wait a second. Like it's not that bad. Like it's, just, it's definitely a different like writing style or like maybe like your grammar and stuff. Like your like actual writing wasn't that good. But like, you know, there are parts of you like, you know, back then, it's like still you that you carry, like even today, you know, and like you, I, I think you'd be surprised, like reading your own stuff from back then, like how not bad it is, like typically, like I think a lot of people think that it is, but it's it's probably not. So, yeah, I'll probably go back and read it. I read like some of my little fan fiction from there, and honestly, my favorite parts are when it is cringy because, like, I can tell I thought that was funny <laughs> back then, and I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> You were like, <laughs> enjoy your own cringe. Enjoy your own cringe. Yeah, exactly. If you can't enjoy your cringe, what's the point of having cringe? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I wonder, like, if I read my stuff when I'm like 50, will I think it's cringe? Because now, now I think I'm pretty good. Like, I like my stuff. <laughs> yeah, you are no, really I like good. I love stuff reading too. Your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just read your your Bakuzawa death net. It was so good. <laughs> so good thank you oh my god anyway, but yeah we'll us <laughs> like in the like far future we'll still think that what we wrote is good or will we think it's cringe like even though like now we're pretty much like we got our shit together and like what we we write together do you know how often <laughs> i think about us being grandparents like how, like okay because i can't imagine like being a senior citizen because of how screwed up i am right now like i i can't imagine getting my shit together in time to be a grandparent and not be we will like, write friend fan fiction even in our i honestly retirement literally and i can't <laughs> stop thinking about like pension and like going on an early retirement and just like write, writing fix as a full-time job for real that that's, like my dream. that's my dream too <laughs> it does we will sit there in the afternoon with some tea and painkillers and and painkillers <laughs> and then we're and, and you know the best thing we're mm. gonna write then we're gonna post and then we're gonna forget everything because of I don't know dementia we'll have dementia, dementia or Alzheimer. oh my god it's gonna be like that too and we won't ever have to think about like aunties and stuff ever again no. because like we won't be able to remember it anyway no there won't be any well, drama. <laughs> it will be perfect. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. And and the older you get, the less you care. 
and yeah. we're gonna have the, <laughs> the best golden time. years. Oh, All right, the good. same chapter. All right, you guys, we're oh, gonna we're, we're gonna meet together and do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going to write the same chapter five times because yeah. I forgot. <laughs> oh, we already do that. We already do. That. So <laughs> but now we won't remember the pain of writing it five times. No, we're gonna revive the Bakudeku tech in forty years from now or something. True. Yeah. There you go. It's like everything that we do now, but so much better. Because yeah, we won't remember we the pain. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. In some ways, writing is like childbirth where you think you forget how bad it was until you're like, oh, I can yeah. write again. And then you go again and you're like, oh, right. this is so painful. This is so much work. And so then painful. you're like, well, <laughs> for real though. Okay. Because I finally got some of my fire back for writing. And like, I was, I'm just like, yeah, this is going to be great. And like, this is not great. It sucks, and then, but it's like it's. I still just can't stop doing it. It's like you don't just stop giving birth to a baby. You just can't I feel so get bad. It, get so, it out. I was supposed to send out the epilogue for Claim Me like last month, and I have rewritten it uh, so many times that like I've gotten no. emails like, "Hey, did you forget?" And I'm like, "I am so sorry. I swear to God, I'm writing it. It's just I keep rewriting it because." I guess the problem is it's like the end of the end for sure. And it's like, there goes yeah. the baby off into the world. Mm. I hope like. Push me, push. I push me. <laughs> do, you, do you need an epidural? I, I feel like I do. I need to just like, kind of like forget how painful it is. So I don't have to like. I like, think you just need to there? like get. Okay, V, you just need to get drunk and then finish it. That's, that's just I what do you not do. write well drunk, okay? I write well for like half me, an hour tried? and then I get, yes, I've written drunk before. You can find like threads of me being like, you have I'm to shit the shot now. glasses for it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You have the shot glasses. You're ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> like for every character that you write, like take a shot from their cup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get drunk easily. <laughs> I go straight from like tipsy to like alcohol poisoning. Like there's no in between. Oh my god, no. same. Okay, like no. I will drink so much vodka and nothing happens and then suddenly I'm just like I can't walk and I'm like, "Oh, okay, apparently I'm drunk." <laughs> my favorite like, is someone know. told me that showed you only had like 8% alcohol in it, so I drank like a full like couple cups worth <sighs> and then I'm like Oh, this actually no, has that's 40% like 40% alcohol. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm sick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Wow, that's... <laughs> We're glad that you're with us and healthy. Yeah, I'm glad that you survived. <laughs> <A lot>. um... <laughs> oh, wow. That's like, wow, that's a lot. Ooh, tell us something that your audience or your followers or readers don't know about you. Oh, man, that's kind of hard. I'm pretty open. Like, if anybody asks anything, I'll just tell them. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> um, I do. Okay. I have a lot of mice because I work in the lab. And now I can hold mm -hmm. them in my hand. And they're super cute. And I really like mice. Aww. But I also kill them very often. That's and so sad. sad. I, I knew about this. <laughs> So yes, sad. my favorite oh, thing is just to hold them, though. Oh, that's where the angst comes from. That's why this is the yeah, no, reason. I think actually V's love for angst kind of prepared her for like needing to this kill her job. own mice. 
<laughs> yeah. Aww. Okay. The most awkward so is you one don't time hurt I was too much. One time it was like 7 p.m. I'm in lab. I'm having to kill some mice, and I'm sitting there singing some like angsty Rihanna song out loud. <laughs> and then it turns out my boss was still there, and so she walks in and she's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. And I just realized she listened to me singing for a while. And I was oh, like, oops. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like one time a person I worked with apparently like rescued a lot of like lab rats. And I was like, yeah, bring the rats. I love rats. Bring the rats to work. <laughs> and he did. He listened to me for some reason and he bought a bottle of of rats to work and what I didn't know about lab rats is that all of them had one eye and for some reason all of them had huge balls that you could feel as they crawl walk on your shoulders oh my god (laughs) and I was wow those balls are so excessive I thought you were supposed to be cute and kind of like you know (laughs) I still love them (laughs) I don't know I had one maybe it's part of the experiment yeah, it's all about the experiment that you have because each mouse is different. But, like, I had one mouse, we called him a Benjamin Button, where he was born looking really old for some reason. Like, he was all wrinkly and smaller. And we're like, oh, no. What's like little Benjamin Button? But who knows what genetics <laughs> he had. Oh. <laughs> okay, here's something most people don't know about me. Uh, I cannot do one thing at once so if you want to find me relaxing you'll find me on youtube watching a video at 2x speed while i play a phone game like that is how i relax (laughs) that's your relaxing yes that is my like that's when i'm most happy watching something at 2x speed while like doing something else (laughs) and you like internalize both things like you you'd know i can ask you about the video later and you'll know what what happened if i watch a video less than 1.5 speed it is too slow like too slow at (laughs) 1.5 like (laughs) if i really like care about like every single word and the person's talking fast yes i will watch it 1.5 but in general it's 2x or even 2.5 for like a slow talker wow for like okay when i watched british bake-off I have to watch it as fast as possible because, like, I need to watch it, but it's like I can't sit there for an, like an hour watching it either. Oh, like, 100%. <laughs> like, British Bake Off yeah. is one of the worst ones, but I guess it started because of medical school. I started watching my lectures at 1.5 speed. And then, like, once mm-hmm. you watch mm-hmm. something at 1.5 speed, your brain just kind of, like, if I can take in medical information at 1.5, yeah, this YouTube video about, like, the history of this random video game I've never played is definitely going to be a 2x Yes, I totally get you. I can't just sit there and watch videos at like regular speed anymore because I have been spoiled by, because I don't know, Bake Off was dragging for me and I saw that I could change the speed. I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, all right, we're doing this. And now it's just like when I watch videos, it's just like I cannot sit there. Like Once you do it, it, you can't go back. Like, I started doing it, I got my fiancé doing it, and then we went to, like, go see my friend's house, and we were showing our videos, and we were sitting there, like, kind of antsy, like, can you speed this up or something? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'll watch, like, Grey's Anatomy or SVU. Do you want us to talk real fast so you can... We'll talk talk faster (laughs) for you so that you look. Yeah, we're sorry sorry that we talk so fast, but we can talk faster now. I can't, I can't. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'll listen I'm to it at two speed. I'm the slowest. I'm the slowest. Yeah, it's, 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 
<laughs> podcasts are the one thing I don't listen to at 2x speed. Like, podcasts yeah. are music. <laughs> no, not music either. <laughs> um, unless I want to hear them, like, have a higher pitch sound. Because sometimes they'll just take music and we'll just speed it up so I can hear it. Just as, <laughs> you just create nightcore versions of songs? I do. <laughs> I create nightcore versions of myself, Deathna. Okay, because I like to sing. And, like, I hate my voice in real time, but I like it sped up 1.5. Huh. That's what I think is better. Like I don't like I don't like my singing voice until unless it's sped up a bit. <laughs> that sounds like a handy trick. That's... I would keep that in mind. It is. Well, because it kind of automatically auto tunes you a little bit. <laughs> no, it's like I when I first started listening to our podcast episode, I like couldn't do it like a normal speed. I I got cringed <laughs> in the beginning, but then I started doing it on faster speed. And hearing my own voice isn't isn't cringy anymore. It's not right. It's a yeah. magical thing. It's the same with singing because, like, I like to sing, but and I like to like make recordings, but Guys, like I hate it. Can't <laughs> you just get used to your own voice the normal way? Like no, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't listen to it as much as I do while editing because True. it's hours upon hours of hearing. You got your used own to voice. it. You got used yes. to it. But Angie, uh, like I don't know, like you, you always sound good though. So true. <laughs> you don't know the so struggle. True. Okay, it's not true. That's it not is. true. It is. <laughs> you got used to it too eventually I, I think I'm used, speed. I'm used to my voice for the most part now but it took like 29 years for me to get there <laughs> so <laughs> mm-hmm. all right yeah to wrap it up I want to ask V like what's What's your obsession right now? What are you writing or like uh, doing right now? Oh, man. Right now, uh, I'm pretty busy. I feel like right now is like catching up on my life, if that makes sense. Ooh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so now that I've finished like most of my stuff, I have a bunch of things that I've like promised people or that I've had half finished that I need to finish up for writing. <laughs> uh, so that's like a big thing. And then... Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've been doing the zine stuff a lot. I'm mm-hmm. in as a contributor for several zines, so I've been doing that as well. You're in um, one of mine. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> You're in um, Astraeus because I'm yes. loving that one, right? I'm in Astraeus. Yes. Um, I'm in the Blasphemy zine. And I'm in Supernova. Ooh. Oh, those are so, they look amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited. And then I'm actually going to be starting another zine after the Christmas zine wraps up. Um, if anybody's interested in applying for like a mod or contributor. Um, it's going to be, it's called Popsicle, which it's going to be a not safe for work. Baku Deku or Deku Baku, oh. like sweet or food play zine. Oh. So like, oh my god nice yeah so if you're into like mm-hmm. anything from like bakery i use to some cake sitting or like eating like <laughs> hit me up like anything sweet oh and like sexy that's wonderful that's so fun love it um but yeah so other than that i'm keeping myself busy <laughs> i'm keeping myself busy mm-hmm. see that um, jeez and then grad school is really picking up so i don't see I'll be working in the lab for Christmas and New Year's. So, what oh, for no. real? No, yeah. no. <laughs> I have my like schedule planned out till February right now. So, oh wow, 
Oh my gosh. That's crazy. It's well planned. It's well organized and well planned. I really love a good Excel file and color coded, Mm. like good stuff. Kind of relate to that. Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like a good Excel that you worked hard to make and not everything like makes sense and kind of like works together. Yeah. I kid you not. I it's bought like color coded stickers so I could like color coded based on the color it is in the camp and the calendar. Like mm-hmm. I love good stationery. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm obsessed with stickers. <laughs> My Google calendar is fairly colorful right now too. So uh makes it all nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have any more questions? I think, I think covered I'm everything. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. <laughs> sure. Do you want to plug anything? Or like uh, men- mention something before we, we shut it down? Yeah. I mean, you can always follow me on Twitter. It's SS underscore VGC, like scientifically sinful and, be- and vampire guard cheese buffs are my name. You can find me on AO3 as well. And like I said, I'm in a bunch of zines. So if you ever have like time to support it, the Christmas scene, by the time this comes up, it'll be B-N-H-A Xmas scene at Twitter will be in leftover sales. And then hopefully mm. I should have interest checks up for Popsicle zine. So Whoa. check that out. Yay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Okay, great. So yeah, thanks guys. No, thanks for coming. Thanks for being our guest. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. So happy to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I'm so excited. I cannot tell you. <laughs> Whether you were like, sure, come over. <laughs> yeah, no. It was so much fun. We don't usually interview for more than an hour, an hour and a half. And like, it, the time flies, really. It, it just <laughs> flies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Okay. This is all the time we have for today. And we hope that you enjoy hearing about V as much as we did. And we'll have links to her media in the show notes. So please check them out for like the, the shop and the Twitter and AO3 and uh, also the um, printers she recommended. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating. Leave us a comment and check us out on Twitter or Instagram for updates. You can find us at Fujoshi Weekly. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.